Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. For the next few minutes, I just want to remind us something too quickly. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Romans 5 17. Hallelujah. Somebody just needs to be reminded. Shall we read together? For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gifts of righteousness will what? Reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. I think the first place to start is this. Who are these ones? Why? How? Hello? Tell me why. Yeah. Let's limit it to the, the passage. To this verse. Why? 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 Why you? Wait, wait, wait. You see? Uh, recently, uh, a panel sat and the man was making a presentation and he came really well prepared. I mean, he was confident of his work and uh, his product. As a matter of fact, this is a startup and he was telling them that it's not going to cost you less than 22 million. And they're like, okay. And by the time he finished presenting, they started, panel started asking questions. Then one in the panel said to him, one question, said, okay, fine, we've heard you, but why you? And that was where he lost it. We've heard what you do, we've heard you are so good, we've heard you are so great, we've heard, I mean, we've heard, yes, you mentioned this, I've mentioned that, that has called you, we mentioned where you have tried to present this, or where you, are, where you have presented it, and where you have an appointment with this, but why should we choose you? He could not answer. And from there, holes were picked in all his presentations. And that was how he lost it. I'm asking now. See, what we're saying here is this. You reign in life. I have no doubt that the you is you. But I'm asking, why you? Ah. So right within the context of the one verse is there. Say, how much more for those who have received the abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness, those who could not do it by themselves, those for whom he came to do it for. He said, there we now reign in life. So it now starts, how does it start with me? I've got to know that I'm a recipient of grace. Which agrees with what you were hearing from Pastor Nomte. Don't you ever one day forget. Another thing you want to quickly observe there, look at it. One guy discussing this, he said something that he got me thinking. So I went back to do a little bit of searching. He said, do you know that he says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, 
And I said, much more those who receive the abundance. There are words you can latch onto here and say, Holy Ghost, launch me. Hallelujah. And uh, the one he stressed is much more. And he said, you know that the reigning life is the much more life. Okay. Much more life. Much more life. So life in Christ is the much more life. Okay. Hallelujah. Remember he says the thief comes no before to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come back to me. Have what? Come on. And how? How? How do you have this life? More abundantly. I believe in the name of Jesus that within the limit of time we have, somebody's victory will be permanently settled in the name of Jesus. After all, it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by his spirit. Glory be to God in the highest. So I looked at that and that, oof, it got me thinking. I looked at that, look at, look at, look at the context again. Look at that's Romans 5, 17, back off to verse 9 of Romans 5. This great discussion I started from Romans chapter 1 anyway. Look at verse 9. Shall, shall, look, go, for, to, go to 8. But God demonstrated what? Towards who? Why us again? We who have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. You know, our righteousness is not ours. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The best I can present will look like. So I do good, I'm fine, I'm this. Before you get to a place where you begin to elevate and aggrandize yourself, you say you are filled. But let it be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Perfect. So we are the ones who reign. Did you hear me? We reign in life. Okay. He said, but God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, helpless, hopeless, enemies, rebels, Christ did what? He died for Tyro. That's why the devil is having a tough time and he will, he will forever suffer. When he concerns Taiwo Dukoya, you say why? Because see who I am. Christ died for us. Now, shall we together? Much more. Can you see there? Much more. Much more. Then, having now been justified by his blood, we shall what? Glory be to God in the highest. Uh, before that, 17, look at verse 15. I just want you to see that is the much more life. Verse 15. But the free gift is not like what? For if by the one man's offense many died. Come on, next words. Much more. <laughs> and the gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus. So my life, your life is the much more life. And to bring, to really make it clear to us by the grace of God, you see, what we are seeing here is that everything that God creates, he creates to reign. He creates rulers. He's the king that creates kings. True. Even if you leave the realm of men and go to the realm of the beasts, he has a king for them. And the beasts generally have where they rule. What about the fish? have a king. And the fish generally have where they rule. They have a realm where they rule. God creates kings. He creates rulers. 
So that's why in Genesis 1.26, when we create, he said, let us make man in our image and let him have what? You know what that means? Rulership. The power to subjugate. God never makes anything less. Pastor Tyler, you are prideful. I say, my boasting is in the Lord. And I have no apologies. Pastor, the devil will try. Oh, they will try you. Even before the devil tries you, God will try you himself. To make sure that you are fit. So trials are normal. Are you hearing me? And that's why you don't waste all your time on issues. Trials are normal. They come to strengthen you. They come to strengthen me. See, the trial, the issue, the circumstance that could not kill you has come to strengthen you. That's why it's pretty easy to see people think they will die, they will die. And we asked them 10 years ago, they thought they would die. You haven't died since 10 years and you're still here. Can't you see the devil is just distracting you? Forget the devil and face Jesus. And see how quickly you soar in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. Hey, so he says the fish will rule the sea. Genesis 1. And he says the beast will rule the fields. The boss will rule the air. Hallelujah. But when he came to making man, he said, let them have the... Let's read that for Genesis 1, 26, 27, 28. I just want you to see that before we continue. I believe God in the name of Jesus. Then God said, let us make man in our image. He is king above the earth. And let them have what? Glory be to God in the highest. He's only a king that exercises dominion and is over his domain, his kingdom. Uh-huh. And let them have dominion over. Come on, over. 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 And over. Hallelujah. 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. 28. So God, then God what? Bless them. Hallelujah. And God said to them, be what? Fruitful. Let me stop there. Your dominion includes fruitfulness. Okay, you didn't get that. I said nothing will hinder your progress in life. In the name of Jesus. He said, he blessed them. I said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. And have what? Dominion over the fish. He said that he knows what he's saying. Over the fish, over the bird, over of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. And that's why when God calls a man, he says, no man shall be able to stand before you. In your place of assignment, no man, no devil, in the name of Jesus, no man shall be able to all the days of your life. No man. Glory be to God in the highest. So God never creates except to rule. Am I on? Glory be to God in the highest. He creates you to rule. He creates you to have dominion. But you see, man lost it, and I'll show you how. You know the story. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 2, glory be to God in the highest. In Genesis chapter 2, look at from verse 7. 
And the Lord God formed the man out of the dust of the earth and breathed his, to his nose, the breath of life, and man became a living being. Eight. And then God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he has formed. Good. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree to grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four riverheads. The name of one was Pishon, or Pishon. It is the one which scares the whole land of Avila where there is gold. I wonder why this information? Why will he make a river and say this one good? And that one, that's where you find gold. Yes, next one. And the gold of that land is, is even qualifying it. Then Dillion is there, all next stones are there. Yes, yes. The name of the second river is Gehon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Kosh, yes. The name of the third is Sidekel. It is the one which goes eastward to, this, as, to, I mean, to east of Assyria. The fourth river is Euphrates. Yeah. Then the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to what to tend it and to keep it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead quickly. And the Lord God commanded man, please watch this, saying of the tree of the garden of, that's verse 16, of the garden you may freely eat, just 17, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. The emphasis is clear. But let me just quickly go back and remind us. Remember last week we were looking at Jesus sending out the disciples? Come on, talk to me. And some of the instructions he gave were like, hey, don't carry knapsack, don't carry money bag or purse, don't stand saluting people, looking for recognition and impressing people. He said, hey, just go. Any house you get to, salute it or greet it. The moment you do that, there will be peace. And they will set things before you. Stay there. Eat everything that is provided to, for you. And when you will, uh, and from there depart and go elsewhere. But not without healing the sick in that place. And by the time you are living, say to them, the kingdom of God has come to you. And one of the things we stress more than anything is that God will never call you without making adequate provision. If God calls you to make you a beggar, it's not God. The psalmist says, once I was young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. In all humility, giving all the glory to God, I say to young ministers when I have to talk to them, we all want to make it quickly in life, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you see, there's a place you get to that you begin to ridicule yourself and begin to bring disrepute to the office that God has called you. Because I know is the covenant-keeping God. If he called, he will provide. What with what you don't have now that you think you need? You probably don't need it for now. Then that even helped to adjust you to God's timetable. And that's the truth. It says, no one that puts his trust in him shall ever be put to shame. God creates to rule, and he makes provision adequately for your rulership. He will give you everything you need. And that's the principle we have seen here too. He created the man, and he cre- this, is, this was after he had created everything, but he now created the garden specially. And everything we've learned that he had created before, he provided them in the garden. 
at least the thing that man will need to exercise dominion. To be a disgrace if the man that has dominion over all the animals will go begging the lion before he will be able to eat. That's not God. Mm-mm. Adequate provision. But he said something. He said, keep it and guard it. It's yours. A lesson there. When you know God has given you something, then please own it. How do you begin to own it? Appreciate it. Take it and thank God. Be thankful for it. Defend it. Employ it. Deploy it. Use it. Let it multiply. Parable of the sower. God will give you stuff with which you will occupy where he has put you. Whether it, comes, whether it comes to talents or giftings or finance or health, he will give you stuff that will help you occupy to do the work that he has called you to do. And he will always remind you that you are not James. You are not Aldo Ida. You are not a maker. You are not a, a Shegun. You are you. And you have a calling in your life. Glory be to God in the highest. And the greatest mistake any man will make is to begin to look across the world to another person when you are yet to really produce your own. Keep it and tend it. Hallelujah. If your wife is not pretty, every other person's wife will be pretty. Oh yeah. If your children are not, are not good, every other person's child, you will wish that they, every other person's child is your own child. Whereas people are looking longingly at your own family. I said, what a blessed family. God will always provide and he will give you the grace to multiply. Glory be to God. But see what happened. Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You are created to reign. Oh, yeah. And in the name of Jesus, you don't need permission from anybody to reign. You don't. Just start training. You will see people respect who you are. Today your amplitude may not be more than an inch. That's where persistence and consistency comes in. God himself is faithful. He does the same thing over and over again. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. So when you know God has called you, mm, that's why when it comes to marriage, stick to, stick to your husband, stick to your wife. He gets better by the day. That's God. Praise the Lord. I say praise Jesus. Jump to Genesis chapter 3. Just to show you something. Amen. Yeah, from verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to um, and he said to the woman, now you know we skipped where he made the woman. By the way, the woman was part of the need, the essential for humanity to walk in dominion. And we just saw the man, and God himself saw that he was not good, and he brought forth the woman. And amazingly, he didn't go to the earth. The woman had always been there. He only separated the woman. And God. You know what God did? He did like Jacob. Divided his belonging because he doesn't know what he's over to and when the devil struck, God could still win. He has separated his assets into two. What strategy? The woman was there. He brought her out from the man. But you see, 
Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God has made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said? God said. He said, has God indeed said? But God said. He said, has God indeed said? You shall not eat of every, every tree of the garden. And the woman answered and said, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. Go ahead. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, maybe she was trying to, for emphasis, she said, oh, I mean, you shall not touch it. And you see, when we begin to get there, the devil will give the devil the opportunity because the devil will go before you and touch it. And say, I have not died. Yeah, he said, Did I, I should not eat and touch. Okay, I'm touching it. Why aren't I dead? And that's why it's important for us to know the word. But see, what I'm saying is this. God made the earth. God provided everything. God made the man for dominion. And God gave the man everything he needed. And God instructed him on how to best conquer. Then the devil came to challenge what God has said. So the question I ask myself is this. Where were you when God saved me? Where were you when God ordained me? Let this God continue to deal with me. If you really want to help me, pray that I can hear him clearer. But don't come and tell me don't see it when you are not sure of what you are saying. So I want people of private prophecies. People know, they know God, they know you more than God that made you. So they will prophesy to you and box your God forbid in the name of Jesus. He whom the Son has set free is. That's why when God launches you into a house, stay there. Don't go and pick what is not yours. All your provisions are there. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, he said, he said, no, shall you touch it? He didn't say so. Lest you die? No, no, no. He said, you will surely die. He didn't say, lest you die. Now, watch what the devil said. Next line. The serpent said to the woman, he, he, he said, you shall not surely die. Trying to oppose God in the life of the woman. Beware of the wires of the devil. He's quoting the word. But he's quoting the word craftily. He's quoting the word to trap the woman. And he did. The same thing he did with Jesus. But Jesus could not be trapped. This is my beloved son. Or in fact, one of them said, you are my beloved son. The woman were pleased. And the devil came in the wilderness and said, if you are the son, prove it. I don't need no devil telling me who I am. The Holy Ghost through the Bible has told me. Hello. Did you hear me? You are created to reign in life. I feel the fire. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Amen. So let's just quickly jump because of that. Look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. So man lost it there because what happened? The woman now saw, the next verse, the man saw and looked and saw that it was good for food. So lost of the eye. First of all, it was what she heard, then lost of the eye, then she took and then she ate. And suddenly something changed. 
And then she went to her husband and gave it to him and he ate. Something changed. And the Bible now says, from that time, by default, every man became subject of the devil. Because on earth, somebody must reign. Somebody must rule. Haven't you read in the pieces that the one you submit to, you become a slave of? Yeah. And that's why the Bible says that we were conceived in sin, we were born in sin. And that's what, therefore we don't, we don't know other life than the life of sin. Life of sin, life of fear, life of defeat, life of failure, life of sickness, poverty. By default. I try to look for me of default in the Bible. It says, in, the, in computer parlance, it says, that's where, when you put it on, you land. Tap it in the night, it, that's where it lands. Knock it in the day. That's where he lands. So the natural man, that's where they land. They are under the dominion of sin. And another definition of default in that same, he said, default is when you refuse to do what you need to do, to, I mean, to, 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 to define the cause, then you are at default. But see what happens in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. God now was judging the case. He says, huh, Ah, you have created a default. I will create my own super default. From today, the woman and the serpent are enemies. I create enmity between you. God created enmity. I said, between your seed and her seed. So for generations, every man born of a woman and the spirit of the dragon are enemies. We are enemies. God made it true. We can never be friends. So some pastors that go to church and they, they'll pick serpents and begin to do serpents and they'll anointing people. Ah. Mm-hmm. He said, because I'll pick up serpents, they won't hurt me. Oh, that's why you come and be funny. We are enemies. But watch. All right, you are bruises, but you are bruises, bruise your head. What is bruise your head? In Eastern parlance, break the lordship over. Why? The contest is about rulership. So what about bruising the heels? Ah, he will injure the man all he wants, but the man will crush the head of the devil. Because the matter is about dominion. It's about reigning. You are created to reign. So even after the default was created, the man will become permanent slaves. God came and said, no, the man or the seed of the woman, which is the man, will bruise your head. You will not have, you have lordship. You cannot. You cannot. So restoration began. Right from there. Now, First Peter chapter two, verse nine. You are a what? You are what? A chosen generation, and you are what? A royal priesthood. His kingship. Jesus came to restore your kingship, your rulership. Glory be to God in the highest. So, by the time you read that Romans chapter five, from verse one, you get what I'm saying. You are created to reign. Look at it. It said, through the offense of one man, sin reigned. But put five again. Romans chapter five. You see, whom the Son has set free. See, for you by one man's offense, death reign, default. Through one, much more. Ever say much more. It's not equal and opposite. No. It's much more. Hallelujah. It's not equal and opposite. The devil comes against you one way. Much more. You are coming back. The name of you are in the much more life. 
Yeah, did you hear me? I say ours is the much more life. Glory be to God in the highest. Uh, afflicted you with sickness, much more you are coming back. You are only not just going to be delivered, you will be delivered and you will be an agent of deliverance for many. Much more. Glory be to God in the highest. Uh, afflicted you with poverty. No, you are not just going to come back. You are going to liberate many from that spirit of poverty in the name of Jesus and that's why when it comes to the covenant he will not only bless you he will bless you and position you as a blessing hallelujah hey <laughs> tell your neighbor say I reign in life as a king glory be to God in the highest say through one man you reign can you see see he said seeing reign why the devil used it as a bait to bring us under but today through jesus christ you and i we reign we have the power of rule we are restored to the place of dominion we are heirs to the throne of god we are joint heirs with christ jesus all these powers are under our feet can i advise don't compromise your life to get anything if you compromise your life to get promotion you are a slave and the devil will make demand on his investment sooner or later don't you are not competing with anybody you are already a king hallelujah we reign in life as kings I feel the fire in my heart as you leave this door today regardless of what happened yesterday you reign in the name of Jesus come on <laughs> by the blood of the lamb you reign hallelujah you are not a slave we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear we have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry out from within we are children of the king Abba father we are like our father Ecclesiastes chapter 8 tells me he said we are the word of the king is there is what power yeah, so you only need to begin to declare who you are and what your father has said and see whether there will not be miracles supernatural breakthroughs in the name of Jesus you are a king on earth I say you are a child of the king you are a covenant child of the covenant keeping God I say you are not a pauper you are not a pushover in this world in the name of Jesus many may be the afflictions but you are delivered from them all it's a matter of time you will reign again and again and again if you believe me shout hallelujah father we give you praise just give him praise give him thanks for the fellowship today for the ministrations of worship and praise for the testimonies of the brethren and for the testimony of the word and set it in your mind in the name of Jesus I reign in life as a king, I reign in life. 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 I cannot be intimidated. No, I reign in life. God has not given me the spirit of timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I'm created to reign. I'm not saying it by way of pride. I'm saying by way of knowledge and revelation. Paul says that you understand why he has laid hold of you. You are to reign in life. We are a royal priesthood. Glory be to God in the highest. We are priests and kings to our God. Glory be to God in the highest. The more you know, the more you take it, the more you believe it, the more you say it, the more you manifest it. Hear me again. Where the word of the king is, there is what? Power. 
so you can't be a king and then keep, and keep quiet when you should speak up you declare what you want thank god for that message don't stay on the issue declare what you want in that situation you are the king on the scene glory be to god in the highest i say you are the king on the scene glory be to god in the highest you are boldly never beneath that's the god we serve you are the light of the world you are like a city on a hill you can never be covered again that's the god we serve it says nations you don't know will rush and bow your fear will frighten them out of their hiding places you see you are a child of the most high god and there is the price that was paid which the devil himself cannot deny the blood of jesus glory be to god in the highest so i'm standing here i know what do i know i'm talking to kings in the name of jesus you see the faith of the world of the word is expected from the preacher as well as the hearers i always speak to leaders and i've seen some measure of leaders in fountain i'm talking to kings that's what god is all about he made kings and he's restoring people to their kingly positions and that if i'm not doing that then hey i resign from being a pastor you say what do you mean there's an assignment of your life where your kingship cannot be denied your rulership cannot be denied that's why paul said you god you open your eyes to see it once you know it you will launch it nobody can stop you they didn't make you they didn't make it for you yeah I say really how do i know maybe it's in your Bible studio maybe it's in the facials you are making god will so elevate you that people will want everybody wants your touch what about that We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.